She's country. And he's cooter. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. It's free. There is creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today, I was asking the Lord what he wants me to talk about, and uh, he said darkness. I said, okay, which is kind of funny because I've never thought about it before, and uh, he asked me to do this one time on the show, uh, on our show, and I never really thought about it because it's not really something you typically think about, Um, but... When I started to look, well, you just if you just do a word search in the Bible, darkness, it shows up pretty early in Genesis, and it repeats itself over and over. And I need my phone wherever it ran off to, because I have notes on there, which I don't necessarily need. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I was watching a guy. I'm going to share this story real quick. There's a guy I watch on YouTube, and uh, it was his son's birthday. Uh, a couple weeks ago. You know, hear me all right? Yes, I can hear you. Cool. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he they celebrate, he celebrates birthdays like for the whole week, you know, so and like presents every day, you know, he's, uh, I want to say he's in his mid to late fifties and he has like a, his son just turned 12, you know, so <clears throat> I always think it's great older, watching older guys start their family, you know, uh, I gave a guy a ride actually to a grocery store one time when we was in Kansas City. He was a uh, years ago. He was a Navy SEAL. The guy was sixty three or sixty four, and he just had a baby. Wow! <laughs> and I was like, dude, hey, good for you, man. <laughs> you know, and we don't know we don't know what's in people's heart. You know what they what they want to do. Normally, when you see somebody that in that age group, you don't think, you know, you're about to, you're about to be a parent. You know, that's not the first thing that jumps to your mind. But see, when it, when I want to talk about darkness, we, we need to understand as Christians that just like that song, and that was great, Kara, that was a great pick. See, see, you're, you're in tune, you're in tune with the Lord, see? Thank you're, you. So, uh, cause I didn't even think about that until I heard the lyrics, until I heard it, you know, light in the darkness. You see, the word says that even the even the dark is is like light unto the Lord. Both day and night are the same. And in the beginning, it says God God created the light, and and He separated the light from the darkness. There is a relationship <clears throat> with darkness. Okay, if I say the word above, we all know what that means, and it doesn't mean anything necessarily unless there is something else there there's got to be like uh uh like if i say punch you know like if i punch i'm either punching the air or something 
but I'm it's still punching. There's still air there. There's still there's still something going on. But when I say when I say darkness, you see, we are not we are not just over here, and the darkness is over here. Okay, because when when you when you read scripture, you you see <clears throat> you see things. Think about this concept real quick. You have like in Proverbs, you have the the the, the left hand sh shall not you know don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Right. So we got to keep it in darkness. Why? What is this? What is this, Lord? Why are you saying to do this? You know, it's like I thought darkness is all the, the evil and all this other stuff over here, you know, because that's all we really hear about it, preached about. And that's not the case. That's not what the Bible says. And uh, anyway, back to my friend. His name's Christopher. Uh, his name's Christopher. So he's got this son and everything. And he said he was he was doing it. He does a live thing. He teaches about the law and that kind of thing. But uh because he's had massive victory and I like to learn about that stuff. Because uh, it's a revival. It's a revival from one end of the spectrum to the other. So everybody's everybody's included. Now's, now's the time to save, save our nation and to, and, and to go after God. So um, anyway, he's, a, he's an interesting character. Uh, kind of a hillbilly type. You know, I like him a lot. But anyway, so his son said to him, his son was like, Dad, is there anyone famous in our family? And uh, <clears throat> got to looking up, and there was some people like eons ago, like uh, his mom. If his mom was a boy, they would have been related directly um, to the Blairs, one of the presidents or whatever, a long time ago, like nine, nine people back or something like this. <clears throat> but... Uh, Anyway, I wanted to, I wanted us to think about that because that's something that's, it's in the dark, you know, it's a mystery. We don't know. Uh, it's a secret. You know, there are things, there are things like Psalms 91 requires us to meet with God in the secret place, to make him our habitation, secret place. It means we're hidden, you know, to the world, we're in darkness, to the world, they can't, that we're hidden in Christ, you know, when you think about darkness like that like <clears throat> think about it for like from now on when you're reading the scriptures think about think about this as like an engineering term you know like <clears throat> like what's in my cup of coffee i i can't i can't see but the very top of everything else is a mystery you know there might be some uh, coffee grounds that floated to the bottom you know it's a mystery and i'll find out eventually and that's that's kind of the idea because see whatever's hidden in the dark will come to light. But see, you don't, you don't hear this kind of stuff preached about because we just think, oh, darkness, kingdom, darkness, kingdom of light. And we're not, we're not of the, we're not of the night. We're of the, we're of the light. But yet, but we're spirit. Okay. Things that go on in the spirit to most people, they don't, they don't see them. So they don't really believe in them necessarily or they try to figure it out using some witchcraft or some other kind of mess. But when Jesus, when Jesus went to the cross and he, and he paid for everything, he paid for our access to the spirit. John 17 says, Lord, he says, Father, show them that you love them as much as you love me. 
you got to read you, you got to read that it's 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 I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that it's this it hasn't been taken out of the Bible, you know, because uh, it's so it's so powerful. That was what got Jesus crucified. Well, the first time they were going to crucify him, they, they said, they said, you, you, uh, I, you know, the prophets, your fathers killed the prophets, but now you celebrate them. They're your heroes. And you want to kill me. And they said, well, yeah, you said that God is your father making yourself equal to God. And he says, did I not, is, is, is it not in your law? You're, are you not called Elohim? Are you not called gods? Did I not call you gods? So, the, you know, what is, what is in darkness for us in the church usually there's there's exceptions like we're still i'm still i'm still coming to grips with this because it's so amazing to think that my original nature my original nature before before the world was created god had already wrote my book like in psalms 139 16 says before he even made the world so he planned he planned everything and he wrote everybody's book as if they were going to choose him but then we all have to choose. And so, I, I mean, God cannot love me any more than he already does. And, you know, he, he, if he loves me as much as he loves Jesus, right? And he says, not just these, but those to come. And, you know, that the, a lot of these concepts until we have revelation are in, they're in the dark, right? <clears throat> because that's, that's what revelation is. God's revealing things to us it's pulling the curtain back and uh it's not that he wants to hide it from us it's that he wants to reveal things to us because you know when you're a kid if you're you know when you're when you're little you there's no point for you to to you know learn certain things <clears throat> but as you get older and you're you're you get you know the right you when you grow up into your stature and your stature of authority so to speak uh, if you will, <clears throat> then you learn how to drive a car and put that clutch down and do all this stuff. And, uh, and it's fantastic and you, and everything works together. Great. Uh, but, but we had, our character has to, has to be proven because, you know, when you put somebody in a situation, you don't know how they're going to turn out until they're faced with trials and tribulations, right? Let's see, the book of Job, uh, God told, God's, God's telling the devil, like, well, or not, not God, uh, the Lord. He said, the Lord. He says, uh, have you considered my servant Job? And uh, he says, I, I can't, you know, you have a hedge about him. But see, the Lord knew that Job, he knew what was on the inside. We don't, you know, that's why it's, that's why it's so important. That's why, that's why a prophetic voice is so important because, because you can, you have the ability to reach just beyond this world. Even if it's a word, any, anything, if you're reaching into what the world would consider darkness, but see, God sees it all, but you're reaching into this other world over here, you know, and you are yanking into now the, the things of God. And so, that's, a, that's special forces right there. 
that's doing things that only you you can do and only you've been assigned to do it's a very it's a very uh it's a that's a high honor because you know <clears throat> this isn't like a video game you just can reset it and just try again now you can try again but you know if someone goes to hell uh it's very sad and you know we can we can yank them out of hell but it's better for them to not go there in the beginning you know those people in hell right now like god never wanted them that was not god's plan for their life you know so when when we just when we just get over ourselves and we can think about the big picture say okay well obviously i didn't think me into existence so not only that but i didn't think well i would have been alive today in 2022 so god's obviously got a plan you know and uh <clears throat> i'm obviously a part of it because i didn't say no so you start putting these things together and you start to things get revealed to you things that were in the dark before and they get revealed to you and you start seeing the goodness of god in his heart and you're like man and it's and it's you know god can't show us everything he has for us because it would scare the daylights out of us it really would like if 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 god if god showed christians by and large this year up until now anyway because i think things are about to change i think the spiritual authority is about to change uh because you know blood you get authority through blood and when we start when we stop spilling baby's blood and demons stop getting that uh that access it's it's over with and fast you know watch everything start to change immediately uh and i mean it's it's the time to strike while it's hot is like right now it's it's so good it's so good even the littlest things that have so such a such a uh such an impact such a like like we're not playing with addition and, and multiplication we're we're talking ex exponential results off of our efforts in, in this time it's it's that special the time we live in <clears throat> because when there's a deliverer in the womb the enemy always tries to kill the babies in the womb it's happened since it happened with Moses generation and Moses was the deliverer it happened with Jesus when he was here and Herod killed the babies and it's happening now because back then you know you had you ever heard of the first and latter rain you know what I'm talking about well the first the first rain you have Jesus you have like one baby there to deliver and there you go number two you know you've got John the Baptist Jesus and some other people you know but see the latter rain is the latter rain plus the the beginning it's both of them it's both portions put together so we're talking like every single baby like <laughs> like not a not a womb not a womb anywhere not being a prophetic voice like the enemy the enemy doesn't know who he's messing with the enemy originally was just created and he worshiped god and the thing is god is infinite okay and our enemy is very very much not the case with him he's the he's the great counterfeiter you know he's never created anything uh except a problem and a lie <laughs> and he's, he's he's worthless he's he's no good um 
So, you know, the question is, is there anyone famous in, in your family? But I want to ask you, is God, I was asking myself this. I said, you know, when my kids get here, you know, is God going to be the famous one in my family? I want to make God a member of my family like that, you know, um, because I can't. You know, if God's going to treat me like I'm part of his family, then why can't I treat him like he's a part of mine? Like he's really seriously a part of the family. You know what I mean? Like as much as I possibly can. Uh, you know, because Rahab, Rahab of Jericho, uh, you know, she had kids, you know. She, uh, but see, she, she, when the spies went into Jericho, uh, I'm just going to go through my notes here. I'll, let, I'll just let the Lord minister any of this to you. And uh, you take off the shelf what you got. Um, <clears throat> Rahab was, was, she had fear of the Lord. She had fear of the Lord. And when, when they came again, the two spies, when Joshua sent the two spies instead of the 12, <clears throat> he learned the lesson that Moses didn't know when Moses thought he was a general, you know, so, but, but Rahab, she's like, well, let us stay here. You see, she's like, we don't know why you guys, we heard about your God. Your God was great, you know, and we fear your God. And we don't know why you, you, y'all haven't wiped us out already. We don't know. We've been asking each other. Everybody in town does not know why we're still alive. I mean, that's a reputation that, that is, uh, and you know, the Lord, that's, that's part of our inheritance. That's part of our covenant with the Lord. And because when, the, when these spirits that try to influence people, they see you and you're, you're in the room and, you know, you gotta, you gotta ask yourself, okay, am I going to pick a fight with this thing? You know, and we all, you know, we all have to pick our battles. But you can just you can just you can just see sometimes this this that that's not a human being there that you're dealing with. Okay, you're you you hear words like Peter, you know, you have Peter who was a spokesperson. Okay, he spent three and a half years with Jesus, okay, uh filled with the spirit, right? Led by the spirit. Peter, blessed art thou, Peter, for flesh and blood is not revealed the Son to you, but the spirit but the, the spirit. And then right after this, he, he's, he, he's the spokesperson for the devil, you know? So, oh no, Lord, you know, surely it won't be. And he says, get behind me, Satan, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a level of influence. It's not necessarily, you know, people don't just start out getting possessed. Uh, they have to get, they have to gain access somehow. And usually it's just a thought, you know, before, before the fall, we didn't have doubts. We didn't have, uh, we weren't fighting ourselves. We weren't uh, second guessing ourselves. We weren't thinking about, oh, I look this way or that way, or I'm not enough or any of this stuff. That, that, those things didn't exist in here because God never put them there. Uh, but when we fell, there was, there was a split and everything expanded. It was, it was divided. If I have a, if I have a vase and it, and it breaks. Uh, yeah, I have this thing. Let's say this thing breaks, and it's going to go from where it is now, and it's going to go out. It's going to expand. 
it's going to be divided against itself. And that's, that's, that's what we have to let the Lord heal all the time. Uh, because we, we have to get like Moses, Moses got back. Uh, <clears throat> let me, I want to look, I want to look up a scripture actually, because when you if when you do a search for darkness in a word, you're gonna see, you're gonna see Moses pop up quite a bit. But I want I want to read this to you because this is crazy. <clears throat> this is in uh, yeah okay. This is in Exodus ten and twenty one. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt even darkness which may be felt <laughs> and then it says and moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven and there was a thick darkness in all the land of egypt three days okay <clears throat> let me tell you let me tell you something what god wants to do with his people the reason why the reason why god did all this stuff with the word and getting it to us because it this Bible cost people their lives through, through the centuries for us to have it. And the enemy's trying to keep, keep out revelation from us. He's trying to keep us in the dark. But God has, God has strategies for the, for, the, for the time that we live in now to get us, to get us back to where we're supposed to be. On, on his timeline because uh, the devil always wants to, to just hurry up and get to where he's in control and he kills as many people as possible <clears throat> and we're we're the 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 church failed her test um kenneth hagin said before he died he said uh if anything happens to america it'll be the if anything bad happens to america it will be the church's fault um <clears throat> I heard Dr. Michael Brown uh, tell us, he said, he said, you know, when you go into a hotel room and, and it's dark and you go turn the light on and no light comes on, you don't, you don't yell at the darkness. Oh, cursed darkness, you know. No, you say, you say, what's wrong with the light? You know, it's their power, it's a bold knee replaced. The church is the light of this of the world. We're, you know, Jesus, Jesus is in heaven, okay, and we have the Comforter with us, and He's everything. He's He's He's. They're all this. They're all. They're inseparable. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. They're there. That's that's how we know. That's how we know God. And so. Uh, the problem, the problem is not that there is darkness. The problem is that the light has been dimmed to a point where it's laughable. And we say, oh, yes, what does little light of mine? And it's like a little nightlight. You know, it's not like, uh, <clears throat> you know, when you're driving down the road, someone's got the bright lights on, you know, and you're like, mm -hmm, all right, you know, now I can see. <clears throat> In the daytime, in the daytime, if you have your brights on, I don't care. Nobody cares. It doesn't bother you, you know. But at night, 
if 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 if, if uh, I had a truck one time, we had bought a truck and the lights were so dim, you didn't even know they were on, and, except that you knew you turned them on, and there was zero lights. Zero lights anywhere. You're totally in the dark. Then you can see the little pitiful lights on the headlights come on. They were there the whole time, but you're just like, oh my gosh, like a flashlight. It, like I could turn, I could turn my phone's light on and have more light shining out of my windshield than these these old, you know, 15, 20 year old lights on this thing. Ah, it was crazy. It was crazy, and 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 all the time, my wife's like, "Hey, your lights on? You sure? Turn your brights on." Just you know, it's like they're on. I don't know what to do. I don't have to tell you, but that's the way. That's the situation that that the church has been in for so long because we've been watered down. We 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 get in doubt. You know, we don't want to believe uh, the Holy Spirit. We don't want to believe miracles or things, and then we encounter people who 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 don't care about. If, you, know, you know, impressing anybody and God blesses them to have a gift because that's what God wants to do with all of us. And we should be jealous. We should be jealous of each other's gifts. Um, <clears throat> that's what Paul was saying, you know, pray that you, you know, I would rather that you prophesy, you know, listen, it God, the word says God will withhold no good thing from you. You understand? we're we're supposed to be like man that is so cool like i want that you know there's more but god god does not <clears throat> see god's not like the enemy he doesn't just shove himself on us he doesn't just shove things down our throat okay that's that's what we're used to we're used to being abused by this world we're used to people abusing us or it's like all right it's another day and i'm gonna get abused and we don't like this we don't know how to say no a lot of times you know until we learn our value and when we say no no, my time is valuable and I'm going to have to cut you off. Even though I love you, I'm going to have to cut you off because, you know, I, that's why the word, that's why uh, the word says, uh, separate yourselves and come out from among them. Separate yourselves, consecrate yourselves. It's not because, it, let me tell you, we're an advertisement to the world. We're, we, we're not supposed to be like them at all. We're not supposed to compare ourselves to them at all. Do you know, do you know, uh, in the Old Testament, I always thought this was hilarious. The Old Testament, God said, don't shave that part in between your eyebrows, right? Just so, uh, right? And I'm thinking like, wait a minute, a monobrow? What are we talking about here? <clears throat> like, what did I just read? Like, it's there. And um you know, it says, because you're, you're a strange and peculiar people unto me, right? Like, okay, monobrows, whatever, right? And he says to the man, like he says, he says, don't, don't cut off the corner of your beard because that's how the, the Philistines and everybody would do it. They cut that off and have this big bushy beard. And, and God's like, no, no, don't do that. Uh, and so, you know, like King David had this little pointy red beard. And uh, you can see, you can see in some of the Egyptians, you can see in some of the Egyptian uh, uh, historical artifacts, how they, how they, uh, you know, they, they took the beard and they would, they would actually make it pointy. And that's because the glory of the Lord, see back then <clears throat> there were, there were some Pharaohs. If you're, if, if you read that Bible, man, it talks about Abraham being a, being a, 
getting to be a friend with this this one pharaoh and they impacted they impacted the world back then and all they did was have a relationship with with creator yahweh you know our father our dad the real dad and when we have a relationship like that we get to sneak up on the world that's kind of that's where i'm getting with this whole message of darkness because god wants to be inside of you because see when he's inside of you then he's 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 hidden you know but great big gods in little bitty me so eventually he's going to poke out somewhere right because he's he's infinite so if he's in me he's going to express himself some kind of way he's got to and that's what people are going to see they're not going to see me i mean i'm i'm nobody give me a break I know me too much to, to, to try to be somebody. I don't care. You know, and that's why I do. That's why I like my long hair. Because people, people, they don't, uh, people that are of the world or worldly, they're like, they, they, I, I can figure out real quick where somebody's at. And I can skip through trying to, you know, um, it just saves everybody a lot of time. You know, I don't have to impress them. They don't have to try to, you know, talk to me. I don't need. I don't need all that. But if I have a word, right? A lot of people I can tell. They're just. They just think I smoke pot. They do th that. I'm. I'm just a, a. You know, until I open my mouth. When I open my mouth, they hear something else. And I all the time, man. I'll see people just like. They're just like. They're like, oh, man, this guy's like my new best friend, or or they'll, or they'll be like. They'll be like, hey man, you got any, you got a time, man, you got any weed, man? And I'm just like, oh, here it comes, we're about to get it. You know that because that's you know, a guy can use me like that because I'm I'm in I'm I'm uh I'm hidden in Christ. You know, they don't they can't see me. You know, I'm in I'm in the dark, even though I'm right here in front of your face. And that's the that's the whole idea. That's the whole idea of understanding that word because. Let me just tell you, it's 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 a lot. I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna scroll. I mean, as many verses as there are for darkness, there's no time to go through them all. It's just all the all the verses with darkness in 142. And that's um it's it's beautiful though, because when you understand the humor of God, like like a joke, you know, you don't uh, you don't know how why it's funny until the punchline happens and there it is, you know, <clears throat> ta-da, you know, it's a surprise. That's the whole idea. What is God, what is God keeping in store? What is God, you know, <clears throat> he says to, he said to Job, oh, okay, Job, uh, tell me, where are the storehouses of rain? Where are the storehouses of snow? You know where they are, right? Because Job's like trying to, trying to reason with him and he's like, like let me just let me just tell you about the universe mr know-it-all you know <clears throat> and and he loved that it, it was it was so great because we're trying we always trying to grasp god and he's always like no oh, my ways are higher than your ways you know my thoughts are higher than your thoughts okay so how do we how do we grasp him you know first of all we lay hold of his name because the word says uh those that apprehend those that lay hold of his name are given the authority and stay with him 
are given the authority to become these sons of God, which is a is sonship, male and female, both. Uh, you know, it says king of kings and lord of lords. It doesn't say king of kings, lord of lords, and king of queens, okay? And that's because that's a, uh, <clears throat> that's an earthly thing, you know? You have to, you have to, you have to go out, understand this from the spirit. We made that, we made that term, you know, queens, kings and queens. If there's a queen, that means there's a king and you're married, you know? Uh, and that's kind of the idea of, of the church in Jesus, bride of Christ and the bridegroom. <clears throat> but see, why, why cheat yourself? Why, why go, why go any less than the, he said, you're seated with me in heavenly places. And he's seated at the right hand of the Father. So you are right there with him. You're right there. And he's, he's above everything. His authority and power is above everything. There, there, is, there is no high, none higher than that. And that's, that's who your friend is. That's, who, that's, that's, that's how, you, how we do this. And, and, and he wants to be a part of every little bit of our lives. But anyway, that's, that's all I got for today. Uh, I got a whole bunch of notes I didn't even get into, but uh, <laughs> I don't want to take up your time. It's uh, the Happy Mother's Day. <clears throat> uh, also, uh, I got a scripture that came up. Then you said, "In the last days, knowledge will increase." So, in the last days, knowledge will increase. What script? What is? Uh, I don't know the scriptures that is, but it, it took me to one First Corinthians thirteen and twelve about what you were saying about. Things being revealed. First Corinthians thirteen and twelve. First Corinthians thirteen and twelve. And I wrote something down last night. First Corinthians. You said First Corinthians thirteen verse twelve. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I'll do it. Uh, for now, we see only a reflection, as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. Okay. All right, you're fine. I just uh, go ahead, Mindy, and I want you to uh, I want you to share what you shared with the uh, with me with us How about my testimony. Yep. Okay. So I was in the darkness at one time, and I mean like complete darkness. Now I was born almost in the church my grandparents always had me in in church so I knew I knew right and wrong like I knew I knew not to go into even the sphere of sorcery itself I knew that but I fell hard I fell hard in my life um and I have no clue why like I just had a blindfold over my face for a very very long time and I think, I really think what caused that for me to go from church girl to, you know, basically div divination, just the, the realm of divination is being extremely lukewarm, not being in the word of God, not having God surrounding you every single day and not hearing God's voice. So basically what happened from going from church girl to um, basically like sorcery divination is the death of my grandmother. Now, my grandmother was the one that held me 
to God. Like she was the one. And, um, you know, she, she was old age. She was in her, in her uh, 80s, basically, when she died. But the way she died was so horrible. Mm. And I blame God. I blame God. And I got so mad. I got so mad at him. And I became rebellious. Mm. So from my lukewarmness, I started renouncing the church. I started to get mad at Christians. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm going to go into what the church warned about, you know, and it's not because like, you know, I did this just to get even that God, I just had a blindfold on and it was very fun, you know, like the, they just introduced like new age, you know, like here, here's another route to higher powers and stuff like that, you know, and um, I, it was just like years of like, just the simplest the the simplest stuff like horoscopes why was I interested in horoscopes when I had the word of God to show me this is my path you know so it went from horoscopes to like watching people play cards to me having my own set to me almost making a business from tarot card reading guys and I had you know I sorry if this is all over the place <laughs> but um you know we have to be grounded we have to be grounded um and i'll go back to job because job the book of job is how god got my attention <laughs> i'm serious he got my attention right. now i used to have this thing where i would flip open the bible and there would be a verse right there for me and it'd be like mindy this is what I'm trying to say to you. Yeah, like, like. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh! It, would, it would scare you to death. It would scare you to death. And he did the same thing to me. And he did. He he brought down. He brought down my hedge, just like he did with Job. You know, I was doing okay in my life, even in my lukewarm season. The moment I went into divination, I was the sickest. I was in the hospital constantly and they could not tell what was going on. Like they couldn't find nothing, nothing except for high blood pressure, you know, just something like that. But he brought down my hedge to teach me a lesson. You know, I was seeing stuff in my house. Like it was a scary, scary time. Um, you know, and that night, the night when he scared me half to death, like God scared me half to death. He gave me uh, Job 18 the you know chapter 18 in job and this is bildad talking here so this isn't job talking this is bildad um so i'll go ahead and read the i'll go ahead and read the passage if that's okay yep go ahead okay he says when will you end these speeches be sensible and then we can talk why are we regarded as cattle and considered stupid in your sights who will tear yourself to pieces in your anger is the earth to be abandoned for your sake or must the rocks be moved from their place? The lamp of a wicked man is snuffed out. The flame of his fire stops burning. The light in his tent becomes dark. The lamp beside him goes out. The vigor in his step is weakened. His own schemes throw him down. His feet thrust him into a net he wanders into its mesh. 
A trap seizes him by the heel. A snare holds him fast. A noose is hidden for him on the ground. A trap lies in his path. Terror, terrors startle him on every side and dog his every step. Calamity is hungry for him. Disaster is ready for him when he falls. It eats away parts of his skin. Death's firstborn devours his limbs. He is torn from the security of his tent and marched off to the king of terrors. Fire resides in his tent. Burning suffer is scattered over his dwelling. His roots dry up below and his branches weather above. The memory of him perishes from the earth and he has no name in the land. He is driven from light into the realm of darkness and is banished from the world. He has no offspring or descendants among his people, no survivor where once he lived. People of the West are appalled at his fate. Those of the East are seized with horror. Surely such is the dwelling of an evil man. Such is the place of one who does not know God. After I read that, the fear of God, the fear of God hit me so hard, harder than what was in my house terrorizing me at the moment with the shadows and stuff surrounding me. Uh, I, that night, I was saved. I was delivered. And when I mean delivered, I mean full on dry heaving delivered, like right there. And I promised myself to God that night and I turned and I did get, I did get a little more deliverance, just a little bit. I had a, I had a hard life, you know, but so I had a lot of stuff. I had a lot of stuff I had to go through, but a few months and I, I thought like, I thought he was going to take everything away from me, my intuition, um, you know, everything I was born with, like just knowing things. Like I was like, God, just take, take this away from me. If this is truly evil. And he, he was like, you know what, you know what, I'm going to use you now. I'm going to use you. And we're going to turn that bad to good. So now instead of a diviner, you're going to be a prophet. Now, how cool is that? How cool is God's mercy and his love for us and his long, long suffering? How good is God? Amen. That's my testimony. <laughs> Sorry if it was all over the place. Sorry, guys. That's great. It was great. There was a beginning and end, and you led us right through it. It was great. Yep, there you go. <laughs> it's perfect. Karen, do you have anything to share? Um, pretty much about my whole life was pretty much filled in darkness. Um, starting as when I was a child, my mother drunk with me when, when she had me in her womb. So that really ruined me right there. And then I was molested as a child. That really tore me up real bad. I couldn't understand why all these things happened to me. So that in the beginning there kind of turned me away from God. And then my mother, she opened me up to the Bible, probably about like when I was 11 or so. And I guess I kind of, we kind of went to like a Baptist country church. So I was kind of in the middle of believing in God and then not believing in God. I was like a lukewarm. 
pretty much. She had uh, two different kind of type religions, I guess, which we never practiced the other one, but she was always curious with the spiritual world. So she opened me up to that. Um, she said she's seen ghosts and I would see ghosts too. I seen them back like when I was a kid. Um, so I always been like a spiritual type person. Um, and then my mother back in 2007, she died of cancer and she was always my support system. She was always there for me. She was always there to support me with my band, my band trips, marching band trips, all through school and everything. And then um, after she died, everything kind of really just went downhill for me. I think I flipped and I went kind of like the other direction in life. Um, I was looking for pretty much an outlet for anything, anything to relieve my deep pain that I was going through with mother passing of cancer. And anyways, I turned, I turned to alcohol. I started drinking really heavy. I started not caring about myself. I started getting into uh, parties, the LGBT parties, the uh, swinging parties, everything to do with porn pretty much I was into. I was into drinking, smoking weed, all that bad stuff. And uh, I was in a relationship at one time with, and I think that really done me in with the darkness side because that really I think God came to me somehow or another because I was just looking for an outlet I was drinking smoking weed doing everything that you're not supposed to do I mean sinning bad and um anyways one night uh there's dark things pretty much dark stuff like dark shadows in my bed uh, kind of attacked me. I didn't know what it was. It looked like a dark, a really dark pole at the end of my bed. I could have swore it was like the Grim Reaper coming for me that night. And I got up at the end of my bed and I felt like I couldn't breathe. I felt really weak and everything. And I got up to use the bathroom. I turned my bathroom light on so I could be able to see somewhat in my apartment. And I stood there and looked at towards my apartment door and I seen this dark whiskey shadow just west past my door. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm awake. What did I just say, you know? So I think that really opened me up and had me turn completely away from the lifestyle that I was living right there. So when I started seeing that and I know I was awake so I knew what I was seeing. And I wasn't just like dreaming this. And uh, I turned away and I talked to one of my friends which was in the into church. And I had her and another church friend uh, praying for me that night. They told me to pray. They told me to play uh, deliverance stuff on my phone throughout the night, you know, because of what I seen. And uh, that really, I guess it went away 
who didn't come back. And then I think sometime that morning I was sleeping and I could have swore some demon or something came out of me and I was like screaming when I woke up, I think. There was something like dark and it came out just screaming out of me. And I think that really, really scared me bad. And um, ever since then, I turned away and I went to deliverance ministry. My friend told me about and got delivered. Then I got baptized. And ever since then, I've turned away from all that lifestyle. I no longer do any of that stuff anymore. And I'm feeling better than I've ever felt before. And I'm closer to God more than I've ever been. And I feel his love for me every day. And it's just a great thing to know that you love that much, no matter what kind of road you've went down. Amen. Oh, my, my, my dad would take us to church and then we cut, we cut the pastor's grass and my dad wouldn't write his name on the envelopes for tithe. He just put the cash in there. And one day he said, either you tithe more, start, you know, or you stop cutting my grass. So my dad said, see it. And we didn't go back to church for like 10 years over that. And, um, and then I started going to church because I was becoming a teenager and everything. And I really got uh, started. I had a really, a really cool time where I was seeking the Lord and got close to the Lord when I was about 14 between 14 and 19 years old 14 and 20 roughly those those years really seeking the Lord but then I got into the Navy and not getting into that right now but um Kara I want to say this to you um you see our families that we come from on the earth um have you know we we you could we could recognize each other in heaven but um how we look on the earth is not how we really look in heaven if this is just this is just how it is on the earth um because see god god made us before he made the earth or any of this stuff okay so he thought about us and how we're supposed to look and our gifts and everything it's all it's all part of the the data you know on the cd-rom our dna it's all in there and I believe in your family, you have, there's a gift of seeing things. Um, and through the, through the generations, it was not passed down and explained to you why. And let me, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why it's so cool to have that gift. I know it scares a lot of people because they're like, why? Yeah. Why me and why do I have to see this crap? Let me, yeah. tell you, let me tell you something. You are a, you're a absolute, you're a wrecking ball in the spirit when you understand what, what God, what God is up to. Okay. Cause it's not, it's, they're not there to scare you. You see, most people can't see them. Okay. They think they're hidden. They think they're hiding. They think, okay. So guess what? The jig's up. When you can see what's going on. That's a, that's an incredible gift because this is, this is how this most people, even Christians, you can be born again, filled with the spirit, just like Peter. Remember 
and, and be influenced by these things. Okay. And I don't think, I don't think we're really dealing necessarily with demons. They're, they're these, they're these, um, they're these, they were judged. They were, they were the time of Noah, you know, they were, they were half breeds. Um, they were these things that they're, uh, if you read, Noah was the only one pure in his generations. <clears throat> these things used to have a body. They were very, they were sexually perverse. They were, uh, uh, you know, I have it on good authority that, uh, that, uh, you know, those, those, the Greek mythology creatures, you have like half, half man, half, you know, whatever else. Um, there's more truth in that than, than you want to know. They call them skinwalkers, don't they? Well, like, like, you know, skinwalkers. like, like, what is it called? A minotaur or whatever, things like this. Okay. God judged, God judged the earth. Okay. And it says that Noah's family was the only one pure in his generations, in his, in his genetics. Um, everything else had to get destroyed because it was it was it was mangled at the at the DNA level. They had mixed they had mixed seed, okay, uh, which God for that God forbid He forbid that from the beginning. And uh, there's angels that left their boundaries and they're chained up until the until the final judgment day. They're chained up. They can't do anything. So if we know if the angels are chained up then what are these other things, you know? It has to be these, it has to be these, uh, <clears throat> you see, they, they had intermingled with, with the daughters of men, okay? And that created all this crazy mess. And God, there was no, there was no they're, they're beyond redemption, you know, and they're sexually perverse. It's like, where did I get the idea to do all this stuff? Where, where, did, where do some people get the idea to take cards out and go, you know, that comes from somewhere. It doesn't come from God. It doesn't come from us. Okay. Because God doesn't put that stuff in us. God, God never think about a computer. Okay. It has, it, it gets programmed before you buy it or you buy a new one or something. It has, a, it has an operating system and it has programs and apps on there. God doesn't, God has never put any kind of divination or evil thing in any of us. Okay, but we all have ears. We're all actually made to hear the voice of God. Yeah, and, and unless we do this, right? We just don't want to hear, you know. But we're really all made to hear God. He's our father. What kind of father would make, think about, think about this. What kind of father would make a kid and then like put glue in his ear so he can't hear you? Right? I'm going to teach you a lesson. Don't want to hear me. I'm going to stick some glue in your ears. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Right? It's insane. So we just think about like, okay, well, that's, that's not, what am I worried about? What am I thinking? Why would I accuse God of doing this? God, God's not that way. Even if he was, what, what's he trying to accomplish here? You know, what's, what are you trying to do, God? What do you want me to learn? I'm ready to learn, baby. Let's go. Amen. You know, like. Seriously, I'm not, I'm not a dummy. Like, teach me. I, I, it, look, I, I understand I've made bad decisions and, 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 and you forgive me. And I, yeah. I'm going to forgive me and I got to move forward. But come on, let's, let's just, you know, just teach me something. Spend time with me. Let's go. Let's do something mm -hmm. together. Come on. Well, I'm not going to sit and beat something over my head all the time. It's just no, there's no point in doing that. 
You know, I'm not going to sit here and beat myself up for it when someone already else has been whipped for it. Someone else has already bled to death for it and suffocated on a cross for it. Someone had the beard plucked out of his face and beaten so bad they couldn't recognize who he was versus anyone else. And hopefully you, you spent enough time with Jesus at the time that you knew you remember from memory what he looked like because that face is gone. They destroyed it. He didn't look like he used to look on the cross. So there's so much for your Jesus, but he surprised everybody when he came back. Yeah. He came back completely completely free and and and, and led captivity captive you know but we got to think like this stuff doesn't come from god well, well then it's only it's not coming from me beautiful <laughs> thank you holy ghost let's enjoy all right mark 30 and 15 to have the authority to drive out demons mm -hmm. i'm going to write down we're going to have 1 Corinthians 3, 16 through 23. And uh, that's actually a beautiful scripture because 1 Corinthians 2, 15, I believe it is, is uh, talks about the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> and who he is. Or she is. It's the words feminine in Hebrew. So, you know, my wife says she... And God's both, but we can only be one expression or the other. So contrary to unpopular belief, anyway, God, God bless me. I'm just so glad God's, God's showing up in these times because we really need him to. Matthew 4 and 19, just come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. And that's great because, you know, yep. it's in the depths, in the darkness. See, I knew, I knew if I just gave you a word, God would, I know how you prophets are. <laughs> oh, I know I just I know that's awesome my God. the Lord will do it I, I was like you know what I'm gonna give her one word that's it I'll just tell her I was like just tell her this <laughs> yeah just tell her this. <laughs> you're good God's got you I already know, I already know God, even if it happens the, the morning of it's gonna be great I know or the, that second like bam <laughs> exactly and that's why that's why I saved this for last because I can't I can't follow this I can't follow the word of the Lord you know, <laughs> I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to try. All right. Acts, Acts of the Apostles 16 verses 16 through 19. New Living Translation. One day as we were going down to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl. I think there's mm -hmm. a theme today. We met a slave yep. girl who had a spirit that enabled her to tell the future. She earned a lot of money for her masters by telling fortunes. She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, these men are the servants of the Most High God, and they have come to tell you how to be saved. This went on day after day until Paul got so exasperated. We, we would use more colorful language, I think. Mm -hmm. That he turned and said to the demon within her, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And instantly it left her. Her master's hope of wealth was now shattered. So they, they got colorful language. Grabbed Paul. They got exasperated. <clears throat> they grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them before the authorities at the marketplace. Oh, yeah, baby. This happens all the time. You get, see, you got to pick your fights. Well, when you're ready, hey, 
he's like, all right, enough's enough. Let's go. Yeah. I've had it. <laughs> See, they're there. They're there. Like, okay, you want to go? Let's go. You got to make that decision because this, this, you know, you got to understand what you're getting yourself into. Now you have authority over this stuff and you're going to be, you're going to make it out the other end, but you got to know, and, 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 and you, you better not back down, you know, because greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. Sure. And the world don't know who they're messing with. Cause when they, when, when, when Pharaoh picked a fight with God, because Pharaoh wanted his kids, he wanted to keep his slaves. Yep. And God said, no, let, let my people go. Those are his kids. When, when someone picks a fight with your kids, all bets yep. are off. All you, bets you know what's off. cool? You know what's cool too is um, also the fact that Pharaoh killed all those babies in the river. And then guess what happened to Pharaoh's army in the ocean, you know, or in the sea? That, that, that's, you know, that's God's justice. It's poetic. It's poetic yep. justice, yep. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty wild. You know, it's really wild, too. We could, when we get to heaven, we could adopt one of those babies. They're still. No, alive. that's crazy. <laughs> I would love, I, that would be so cool. Like, yeah. They're waiting for their parents to get there, and then there's these reserves. From what I what I've heard, people that's been up there, there's there's reserves of babies, and there's been there's been miscarriages since like long time ago. So I mean, we could pick. I mean, just just think, just oh man, it's mind it's mind blowing. I'm not gonna. I could think about that all day. All right, um, Galatians 5, 19, 19 through twenty one. The NASB 1995 version. New American Standard Bible, I believe it is, 95. Yeah. I think it's, no, that's not. No. Okay. Now, the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, mm -hmm. sorcery, enmities strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Isaiah 44, 24, through 25, King James Virgin, 24, thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, and he that formed thee from the womb, I am the Lord that maketh all things, that stretch forth the heavens alone, that spreadeth abroad the earth by myself, that frustrateth the tokens of the liars, and maketh diviners mad, that turneth wise men backward, and maketh their knowledge foolish. It's beautiful. Yeah, I know. I got the Holy Spirit just kind of flowing all over me with that one. So beautiful. That was good. There's yeah. so many. I love it. Well, this is uh, this has been a, a, an interesting church service. I've enjoyed it a lot, actually. Very cool. This is our first one. Uh, you got any prayer requests? Um. You know, just 
my main thing is just the things that's happening over the world, like say with the, uh, the, the abortion, you know, thing that's going on in the United States right now, trying to get that overturned. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, for the, with the spend with our family. We, we thank you for what you're doing here. And the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the enemy's trying to shut us down, but it's not going to happen. So I just would just laugh right now. <laughs> just laugh at the enemy right now because he's totally defeated. And, uh, and, and it's not, there's no victory. There's no victory for him. And the days ahead for him, I just, you know, he's got the lake of fire to look forward to. And uh, Lord, I just, I just seal up this meeting and this time, this fellowship um, in, the, in, in the Holy Spirit. I just seal this up and I declare your goodness. And I just declare an anointing, a special, special anointing on, on everybody here that that you just, you just, you just, their presence just shows up all, all the time. And just, just, you know, this is a special time for you. Yeah, we thank you, Father, for overturning Roe versus Wade and taking the, taking the, the wrongful authority to kill babies, to murder Americans. We just, we just thank you and, and, and for ending that. And Lord, when we, we, I know when this happens, when this changes, everything else is going to start changing like a dominoes. Because this is the issue. This is the issue in your, for you. And Lord, I repent on behalf of the church, Lord, that has failed to uh, rise up against this like we should have from the beginning. And how we've sat on the sidelines from the beginning of this whole thing uh, and not knowing what was going on. And letting it stay in the dark and not bringing it into the light. And I thank you, Lord, for giving us another chance that, that your glory would be known upon the earth and that we would make your name famous upon the earth again because you're God. You're absolutely good. And every, every, every man, woman, and child needs to know that. And they need to see it. And I thank you for that, Father. And I thank you for, for, for what's going on in all our families. And uh, I just speak peace and blessings multiplied in Jesus' name. Amen.